Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Monday, March 7th. Welcome to Not Gambling Advice. We have an awesome show for you here today. First, we're going to go over our college baseball picks, see how they're currently doing. You know, on a previous episode, we picked five college baseball teams that we think could win the World Series. We're going to check up on those. We're also going to go through the American League, picking a winner in each division. We'll also giving you some value picks as well. And then we're going to pick the final American League winner. But first, Colby, we were talking about your baseball card collection before we press record. And for the folks watching on YouTube, love to see what you got in that big old bag of yours. Yeah, man. I, I've been building my collection strong this last like eight months. Um, just got one in the mail today. Josiah Gray, Bowman mm. Chrome first auto. Um, really love him. I've met him. He's such a good dude. I recently got this Marcelo Meyer refractor. Uh, that's wow. a hot card right now. That thing is hot. Yeah. So tell um, me about the Josiah Gray card, because I assume uh, you bought these on eBay, you know, with our partners at eBay. Um, definitely, if you're, if you're looking at baseball cards, that's the spot to get it. The Josiah Gray card, you know, rookie with the Nationals had a great year last year. Why, why get his card? Uh, yeah, he, he came up last year. He's been amazing in the minor leagues. He's a guy that has one of the best curveballs in the bigs already at the young age. I believe he's 23 and he's going to be entering his rookie year, um, with a chance to really make an impact as a rookie next year. So it's a good time to pick up a card like that because you know, he's going to play in the bigs next year and get a lot of attention and not everybody knows about this guy yet. And it's only 25 bucks. If Josiah Gray turns into what we think Josiah Gray will be. How much do you think it could be worth in a couple of years? Pitcher cards are tough. Uh, pitcher cards are usually not worth as much as hitter cards for whatever reason. They're just harder with injuries and, and whatnot. Um, but I think a card like that could easily be worth close to $100 if he pans out. I, I would say I could, I, I, I'm confident that I could double my money on that card when all is said and done. I'm very confident you could double your money, possibly triple, even quadruple. I mean, 100 bucks, even at the low end, because we think Josiah Gray is going to be at least a two or a three in this league. Yep. You know, maybe he makes a couple all-star teams. That card could be worth 150 to 200 bucks, dude. And if you get it graded, then it's worth even more. So my favorite card right now um, is my Jared Kelenic PSA 10 graded non-auto. Um, but this is probably my most valuable card in my collection right now. And I'm really expecting a bounce back from Kelenic, which... We'll probably get into later in this episode, but um, I think he's in for a big year and, and at one time was like a top three prospect in baseball. And I think people are 
are almost forgetting how good of a prospect he he was. Yeah, because the hype is around Julio Rodriguez and, of course, all the young pitchers, George Kirby, Matt Brash. Uh, you know, I could go list them on Emerson Hancock. We could list um, Mariners pitchers for days. I'm just uh, it, with the Mariners. It's Jared Kelnick came over in the Robinson Cano trade and he had a really, really rough start but he can be a guy that's super valuable in that Mariners outfield. And I think he's going to make an all-star team one day. What do you think? Agreed. I think he could make an all-star team as, as soon as not next year, but, but probably in, in 2023, 2024, he's going to be primed to make an all-star team. Um, especially as some of these guys that are in their primes right now, exit their primes and Kalanick kind of takes over as, you know, Julio and Kalanick could be the duo that we see both of them in the all-star game starting. I happen. wouldn't be surprised. And and not even to mention Kyle Lewis, who also won the American League Rookie of the Year in 2020. Then he kind of dealt with some injuries, but he's a good center fielder. So just overall excited about the Mariners. But before we get into big league talk, and I know we were just talking about cards, let's check in on our college baseball picks. So my fifth pick is the NC State Wolfpack. And, you know, we were even talking in the group chat a little bit. Has NC State lost a little bit of their fire? You know, they won their first eight in a row, but then they lost four in a row, one to Campbell, and then they just dropped three to Northeastern. Not great, but the bats are still coming to play, but the bats have been kind of weak in these past couple of games. I'm, I still believe in NC State, but a four-game slide certainly doesn't help them. It does not, and and their pitching is the question that I brought up when we recorded our picks and it's what has been getting wrecked during this stretch. And I mean, we all knew that Tommy White was not going to hit a home run every game. Like that just was not going to happen. We weren't and sure he was doing it. And we, we were kind of confident that he might be able to. No, nobody does it. No one does it. No one does it. But um, the pick that I really like that I have right now is Oregon State plus 1800. They're doing really, really well so far. They're undefeated so far with two yeah. wins against UC Irvine. The last I checked, they were losing to UC Irvine. Um, but we'll see if they come back and win. Connor or Cooper Jerp. I might be butchering that. Is it Jerpy? Okay. Jerby. Connor Jerpy. Our Cooper Jerpy has 27 Ks in 16.1 innings pitched. And he has just been incredible. Um, Jacob Melton is hitting year 500, 900 slugging percentage. That's not OPS. His OPS <laughs> is near, near 1500 um, and has an 11 game hitting streak. They look like a team that, you know, like I said in the last episode, they've been there before, but they look awesome. They look awesome, and especially against UC Irvine, because UC Irvine isn't just any other school. They're the 20th ranked team in the country, and they consistently turn out one of the better teams in California, and they're the 20th ranked team in the entire country. And they also just beat the brakes off Xavier. Oregon State was another one of mine's at plus 1,800. We both love that pick. Currently undefeated, like you said. My next one, Oklahoma State. You know, they're not doing too hot right now. They're six and four. They just dropped two to Gonzaga and Gonzaga doesn't have that great of a team, but I guess they kind of do this year. You know, I was watching a couple of games. They look okay, but Oklahoma state just didn't look great, but they did just beat Wright state 26 to three. That's also, yeah. you know, they have a ton of firepower. I think the big caveat with Oklahoma state is that they haven't played a powder puff schedule. They played Vandy <laughs> to start the year. They've yeah. played um, Arizona State and won those. They won two against Vandy, won two against Arizona State. And Gonzaga isn't the strongest team, but their guy, I don't know if you saw the pitcher that, that they threw out against um, Oklahoma State on Saturday. He was throwing 100 from like an, a sidearm arm slot and just looked unhittable. 
And they're both their losses to Gonzaga were one run losses. Like I'm not really worried about uh, Oklahoma state. I think they've played a good schedule so far. I didn't even get to watch the Saturday game. I just watched the Friday game. I wish I could have watched the Saturday game. Guys throwing 100 from the left side, like right here from Gonzaga. So here's how. No, from the right side, from the right from side. From the right but side. Dude, it was like a ton of rot. It was crazy. And the second team um, that we bet on, and I bet on them pretty big, Arkansas, University of Arkansas. They're currently seven and three, and they've just won every series that they've played, but they haven't swept anyone. They just go two of three in every single series. You know, University of Arkansas, I'm still very confident in them. They look great. I'm, I'm loving that bet right now. What do you think? Yeah, I like it too. I think it's too early to tell, like, all these teams are going to lose games early in the season. It's just how it is. They're, they're getting the kinks out. They did get shut out against Stanford, who's number six team in the country, and they only mustered three hits, but it is what it Stanford. is. Um, Stanford. Stanford early year. I'm not going to look too much into that. Um, another team that... I bet I don't know. I don't think you bet is, is LSU at plus twelve hundred. Great. Um, they've just lost or they've they've been looking good. I mean, they came back to win against Oklahoma uh, at Minimid Park on Friday night. They lost to Texas, which is like who doesn't lose to Texas? I think everybody loses to Texas. Um, nope. Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, and Cade Dowdy are hitting over four hundred, and Jacob Berry has four bombs. I, I, they're pretty much as advertised at this point, and they've shown that their offense can take over a game at a moment's notice. Love that pick. I mean, they just rake, and I didn't bet on it, should have bet on it, but the one I'm the most excited about, and you mentioned it, University of Texas, plus 750. I told you, even those odds weren't great, but I think they're just going to decrease as the season goes on because they just beat the brakes out of everybody. They're 11-0. and They just don't lose. And they had a tough matchup yesterday against the 17th-ranked Tennessee, beat them 7-2. to They're currently losing, though, to UCLA in the bottom of the fifth inning, but I wouldn't be surprised if they come back and go straight to 12 and 0. Um, currently, I saw what the odds are. They're plus 650 now to win the national championship. So, like I said, it's just going lower and lower. And I think it's going to be at plus 500 in a couple of weeks because this is a big stretch for them, especially if they beat UCLA. Yep. You know, they're the best team in the country. I don't even think it's that, that close. Yep. Yep. My last one was Florida State at plus 3,000. Um, they're seven and four right now. They had some bad losses. They lost to Jacksonville, Sanford, and Mercer, um, but they've come back to to beat Cal. And they actually took the series from Cal. Parker Messick and Bryce Hubbard are as advertised. Dude. They're they're going to be in conversation for pitcher of the year. Um, Hubbard last night had uh, eleven strikeouts against yeah. Cal. And I have a hot take for a second. I think Hubbard is better than Messick. He is phenomenal. Like he is. And Parker Messick might be the best left-handed pitcher in the country, maybe outside of Pete Hansen, but he, they're both up there. But I think Hubbard's better. Do you think Hubbard's better? Or do you think Messick is better? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not they're ready to so say good. one yeah. or the other is better, but I agree. I think they're right there in the same conversation as just two beasts. They're they're I'm two-headed just, monster. I'm just so impressed with what Hubbard has been able to do. I mean, it, he seems unhittable. While Messick, I feel like if he leaves 91 over the middle, looks a little bit hittable. Hubbard. Nothing looks yep. hittable. I think before we get into to talking about MLB stuff, I just love that we're talking college because I've been watching a ton of college baseball and having Me a too. blast watching it. So I hope if anybody out there is like going to skip through our college portion of this podcast, <laughs> like just listen to it for 10 minutes and maybe just go watch Texas or LSU or one of these teams that is sick. 
They're sick. Friday or Saturday night, watch one of these teams because they're so fun to watch. I mean, watching the University of Texas feels like you're watching a big league team. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're that good. So let's talk about the big league teams. All right. So in today's episode, we're going over the American League. We're going to go through each division, giving you our favorites to win it and a good value pick and a pick probably to stay away from. So we're probably going to talk about three teams per each division, but we'll probably end up talking about every single team. <laughs> so let's start with the AL East. So currently the Yankees are the odds on favor to win it at plus 185. Then you have the Blue Jays at plus 190, Tampa Bay Rays at plus 300, the Red Sox at plus 550, and the Baltimore Orioles at plus 15,000. <laughs> it's so funny i laughed when i saw it too that's crazy those are the those are the highest odds to win the division out of any team in their own division but it makes sense because the al east is probably the best division in baseball and they also have the lowest odds for the team to come out of the al east to win the entire world series so i'll throw it to you first who's your favorite to win it this division is crazy. They had four nine uh, four teams that won 90-plus games last year. So every team except the Orioles won 90-plus. Um, my pick to win this division, it, it's tough. It's really, really tough. I think I'm going to go with the Blue Jays here at plus 190. Um, they went 91-71 and 71 last year with a 183 run differential. And you have to remember, like we've been talking about in every episode, it seems, they traveled all over. They're playing in Florida and Buffalo, finally in Toronto. This season, they'll be... Finally returning to some normalcy. They'll be in Toronto the whole year. George Springer um, only played half the season last year. And when he was on the field, looked his MVP self. If he can play 80 to 85% of games next year, um, I think this team looks really, really good. I'm not worried about the departure of Simeon that much. Um, I think they can cover up for him. I think Lourdes Gurriel is going to bounce back this year. He had a 107 WRC plus last year, but I think he's a guy that's capable of a 130 WRC plus. I think they realistically have six or seven guys in this lineup that could have a 120 or 130 WRC plus and above with Vladdy having close, like a 180 WRC plus and just being insane. Cause he's Vladdy and might be the best hitter in the league. Yeah. Um, I think Danny Jansen is actually a very, very solid catcher who hits league average um, and is really good behind the dish. He's really good behind the dish. The league average WRC plus for catchers is, 92 Danny Jansen was around hundred. Um, so you're not really getting like a big knock, um, at the plate there and pitching side of things, they lost Robbie Ray, but they got Kevin Gosman who was fantastic. And I think, um, their infield defense will do really well with, uh, Santiago Espinal at third and Bichette's going to improve it at shortstop defensively as well. Berrios is locked in for a mid to low three Z. All right. This team is super solid. And I think 91 wins was low for how good they played last year. I like the Blue Jays. I do. And I'm on record as well saying that I think Alec Manoa will have a better season than Jose Brios or Kevin Gosman. I am slightly worried about how they're going to replace Marcus Semien. I mean, that's not just someone that you could just lose. He finished third in MVP voting. He had 45 home runs. You're going to have to replicate that kind of production. You're also going to have to replicate a Cy Young season from Robbie Ray. Whether you think he should have won it or not doesn't really matter. What we do know is he was phenomenal last year. I think the Blue Jays are a great pick. But my value pick and my winner, like my, you know, odds on favor to win it, I think the Tampa Bay Rays at plus 300 is the bet. You're telling me you get 
the third best odds to win the division after they just won it last year, winning a hundred games. And I know they're going to lose Tyler Glass now, but they're going to gain Shane Boz. And I've also been on record that I think Shane Boz, when it's all said and done, will be a better overall pitcher than Tyler Glass. Now you have another year of Shane McClanahan. No, 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 I'm going to stop yeah. you there. You're crazy. No, I, You're I'm crazy. doing that. I You're think crazy. Shane Boz is the absolute truth. I think he's going to be a top 10 pitcher in baseball. And I'm not saying he's going to Glasnow's replicate his top performance. Five. You're crazy for that. Is Glasnow top five? You think Glasnow's yeah, when a top healthy, five Glasnow pitcher? is like six or seven on the list. I, I think he's top 10. And I think Boz is going to be that type of pitcher. I'm willing to say that. I'm Okay, that's a that's, crazy take. That's how much takes. of a believer I am in Shane Boz. <laughs> and we talked about, we're going to talk about rookie of the year, MVP. He's going to be our odd, you know, he, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but you know, rookie of the year, we're thinking about it. I just think the Rays are so talented from top to bottom and at the third best odds, and they won it last year. Give me the Rays plus 300. I'm banging that. That's probably going to be my biggest bet out of all of these divisions. They're my value pick. And they're also my pick to win the AL or our value pick to win the AL at plus 750. Um, I don't, how did this team get any worse from what they did last year when they won a hundred games? Like they really didn't, they lost Joey Wendell and they're going to lose Nelson Cruz and Colin McHugh, which I think they can easily make up for that. Um, as you mentioned, Shane Boz is, is filthy. He struck out 30, 36% of batters last year between AAA and in the bigs. And they added Corey Kluber, which I think was like a, a very, very underrated deal mm-hmm. for them. Um, he's going to be so he's good not, he's not going to have to pitch three times to the order. He's going to pitch twice through the order, pitch five to six innings every single start. They're going to keep his innings, you know, at a at a good rate, and he probably won't get hurt. They're a good team, man. They're just so good. I don't know how anybody bets against them. Wander Franco is the, the fourth truth. highest odds to win or lowest odds to win MVP. Plus 800. <laughs> wow. I mean, it makes sense. I think he's going to be one of the best shortstops in baseball by the end of the season. He's already top five to me. I think he's five. You know, we could go back and forth. Five is, I mean, but I I think he's going to be the second best shortstop behind Fernando Tatis Jr. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think he's already five without even having played this next year, but he might be top five and they get another healthy year of uh, another year of Luis Patino gets to mature as well. The bullpen is so elite. The Rays are my pick. I think the underrated thing about the Rays is that they have so many pieces in their farm system too, that Mm -hmm. mid season, they can go scoop up value at the trade deadline for a deep postseason run, which I think is is awesome because they're not going to shell out for a big name guy. We just know the Rays aren't going to do that, but they're going to go get a guy like Nelson Cruz, which they did last year. And that's going to help them go to the playoffs. I'm also excited to see Vidal Brujan, one of their top prospects, a guy they're going to bring up. I don't know how crazy he's going to be, but I know he's got crazy speed, and I know he's going to steal a bunch of base, a bunch of bases, and be a menace on the base pass. And Josh Lowe, and Josh Lowe, it's a very exciting team. But how about the team to stay away from? My favorite team, the New York Yankees, at plus one eighty-five. They just simply should not have the best odds to win the division. Could they? Of course. They're one of the best teams in the division. They made the playoffs last year, you know, finishing above the Red Sox in the wild card. They realistically could, but they have the worst odds. And I think you can make the argument that they're the fourth best team in this division. So I am staying away from the Yankees at plus 185 to win the AL East. They're my team to stay away from as well. I feel like these odds are baking in 
either Carlos Correa or Matt Olson going to the Yankees, which I think they are. That's kind of crazy because I, I could see it happening, obviously. I don't think but the Yankees happening. are already at 200 and a, they're already at $211 million in payroll. And do you really think they're going to go above the tax? I don't think so. This ownership has not shown that they're going to go above the tax at all. Also, Peter, you're a Yankees fan. I watch a lot of the Yankees games too because my dad's a Yankee fan. Do you trust Aaron Boone to manage a team to win this division or even win the World Series? Because I don't. I, he's, he's he not mismanages the, the bullpen and he's he the mismanages the media in my eye. You got to remember, this is also an Aaron Boone who has two seasons of 100 plus wins. You know, and it, is it Aaron Boone's fault when the pitching blows it? Is it Aaron Boone's fault when the bats don't show up for a week? I don't think that Aaron Boone is the problem. I also don't know actually how much Aaron Boone is managing. And I, I you know, I, I, that's yeah. always the question with these guys. So I, I don't put that, I don't put as much into that as, as maybe some others do um, because I still think that he's a good players manager. I think, you know, he's one of those guys around the locker room that can relate to a lot of these guys. I think that's his job. So I, I don't put as much stock into Aaron Boone yeah. um, managing the Yankees. I, I think he's a fine manager. I think I've honestly don't know. I don't know how much these guys manage. So you may have expected me to pick the Red Sox here at plus five fifty because that is crazy value. They actually won the wild card against the Yankees last year and were pretty close to winning the division. Actually, they, uh, they were the favorite to win the division going into August, and then the Rays went on a run, and the Red Sox kind of fell apart in August. Um, but I don't know if they can repeat. I don't know. Their, their pitching staff has a lot of questions and Tanner Houck is set for a breakout. Speaking of cards, Tanner Houck auto right here. Love that. Um, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the Red Sox winning this division. It's just not the best bet with three teams ahead of them that are equally as good, if not better. I do think Bloom is not done. He is going to make a splash after this uh, you know, lockout ends. He was going to make a splash. I think at like the 11th hour before the lockout went into effect, he traded Hunter Renfro for JBJ, which I think was opening up some like room for him to make a splash in the outfield. Maybe, maybe they're a team that was in on Brian Reynolds. I'm not really sure, um, but I think Haim is going to do some, some damage here. They're, they're decent value at plus 550. I'm not going to say don't bet them at plus 550 because I think it's cool. I actually think it's, I think it's great value. The only problem is the bullpen is just, what are we going to do? You know, Garrett Whitlock proved that he can be a good closer. But beyond that, there's not a lot. I do like Josh Taylor. They have some arms that I do like. But overall, the Red Sox bullpen is not great. And the starting rotation, I hope we can get the same that we got last year from Eovaldi. More likely than not, we won't get the same exact year. Hopefully, Chris I Sale I think stays he healthy. He could. He could. I'm not saying it's – but I, I think we would be shocked if he did better than that. Yeah. That's what I'm yep. saying. I'm, I'm saying he could possibly repeat it, but I'd expect a little bit regression rather than him doing even better. And then overall Tanner Houck, of course, getting into the rotation is going to be good. I think this Red Sox team is solid, but I don't think they're going to win the division, but I, I'm not counting them out of making the playoffs. I'm not going to count them out either, but yeah, it's good value regardless, but not our favorite. Let's talk about the American league central. The Chicago white Sox currently minus 200 to win the division. Uh, Detroit Tigers plus 700 Minnesota Twins plus 750 Cleveland Guardians at plus 850 and the Kansas City Royals at plus a thousand who is your winner of the AL Central I think the White Sox are the 
only clear answer here at minus 200 lock lock but the lock. value is scary sucks it's off it's a lock like i will be betting on this it's I a will lock be betting on this rodon is gone they're only they're only question marks i'm just gonna hit their question yes yeah. rodon Maybe. is gone Dallas Keuchel is in the rotation still and had a 5280 RA and a 6.3 XERA. He needs to oh. move on to be a coach. He is oh. not a pitcher that needs to be pitching on an MLB team in 2022. Mm. But one guy that really excites me for the White Sox is Michael Kopech. Um, mm. I think he could, a hot take here, I think he could finish as a top 30 starting pitcher next season. He had a 3.5 ERA and a below 3 FIP, XFIP and XERA out of the bullpen last year. He's going to be in the starting rotation. Throws 100 miles an hour with a really really good slider and changeup. He's a sick. He's sick. My only thing is we don't know for sure that he's going to be in the rotation. I wonder if the White Sox are going to keep using him as like a two-inning, three-inning guy that they throw right in the middle of there. But I'm really excited about Dylan Cease. I think Dylan Cease is going to even take another step forward. He's already a strikeout master. He's just got to lower the walks a little bit. And he's, you know, he's privy to the home run ball. That's always something that he's going to have to deal with. But Dylan Cease, I think, is going to take a big step forward next year. And at minus 200, that's my pick, too. This is the best team in the division. I think Luis Robert has a very good shot at winning MVP. Aloy Jimenez comes back healthy. Jose Abreu. I mean, we could just go around the diamond. This team is absolutely loaded. Yasmani Grandal, Yuan Mancata. I mean, what are we talking about here? This, this is offense the best team. is stupid. They're the, they're the best team. And they're an all-star I, team on offense. And you're seeing minus 200 and you're, I mean, how can you bet that, you know, to win the division, anything can happen in baseball, but the other four teams in this division are just not to the caliber that the Chicago White Sox are. I think the White Sox could win this division by six, seven games, maybe even more. Maybe White more. Sox. They could win yeah, by 10 games. They could win by 10 games. The, the Chicago White Sox minus 200. I know you don't like the value when you hear it, but it's going to hit and I'm going to bet on it. And it's not gambling advice. So. It is not gambling advice. My, let's talk about a value pick. My value pick is the Cleveland Guardians at plus 850. And hear me out on how they're going to win the division. Same page. Shane Bieber returns and puts up a Cy Young season. Jose Ramirez wins the AL MVP. He's plus 2,000 to do so right now. Tristan not McKenzie bounces back, puts up a 3-2 ERA. Steven Kwan, who had a 150 WRC plus between double A AA and triple A last year, he puts up 120 WRC plus in left field, provides big late lineup production. Miles Straw wins a gold glove in center field. Ahmed Rosario and Andres Jimenez, two players acquired uh, for, for Francisco Lindor from the Mets, they combine for five plus war. The team as a whole finishes in the top 10 of team ERA and in top 15 of WRC plus. And they win the division. You forgot about Cal Quantrill winning the Cy Young over Shane Bieber or finishing second because he is a freaking stud. I agree. The Cleveland Guardians are my pick at plus 850. That's the best value here. I wish I got a better line on the Tigers. I think there's a possibility that they could somehow squeak out. You know, if Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green both come up and they're instant all-star type caliber players the pitching with Tarek Skubal and Matt Manning and Casey Mize it finally clicks Eduardo Rodriguez comes over and he has a really good season but if they have the second best odds I actually think the Guardians are going to finish second in this division so I don't really understand why they have the fourth best odds but I also like the Royals at plus a thousand you know MJ Melendez coming up 
Nick Prado coming up, Bobby Witt coming up. If, like I said, if all goes right and they're all to their all-star level capabilities, you never know, you know, the, the pitching with Daniel Lynch, Brady Singer, Jackson Coar, those, those guys need to bounce back. And if they do, maybe you could see the Royals, you know, Salvi puts up another 48 bombs, Whit Merrifield bounces back and does a little bit better possibly, but it's the White Sox. You got to bet on the White Sox. And the team I'm staying away from, pff, Twins, plus 750. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not betting on the Twins to win this division. I still think that they're going to finish last. Why do they have the third best odds to win it? What the hell is that? I I, I don't see it, Peter. I don't see it. Um, I don't think the rotation is set to do anything. Bailey Ober, Randy Dobnak, Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan's good. Joe Ryan is good, but they don't have Ken Maeda. He's out for the year. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, Joe Ryan is going to lead the Twins <laughs> to the playoffs, <laughs> to the, to the division win. No shot. Jorge <laughs> no Polanco, though. We talked about him in fantasy. Could hit Who? 30 bombs. Who? Jorge Polanco could hit 30 yes. bombs. But besides that, The yeah, lineup I, is exciting. I will say that. Like, they have a lot is. of exciting pieces in their lineup. Alex Kirloff is going to break yeah. out. Um, but be, their pitching staff just scares the crap out of me. I think this one, it cut and dry, you go with the White Sox at minus 200. You want a value pick, sprinkle on the Guardians, but bang yep. on the White Sox. And do bang. not bet on the Royals. Please, whatever you do, do not bet on the Royals. I They're think win. even if they <laughs> sign Carlos Rodon, I think Carlos Rodon is a, is a good spot for the Royals. Their projected rotation right now, if they don't get Rodon, is Brady Singer, Brad Keller, Mike Miner, Carlos Hernandez, and Chris Bubich with Daniel Lynch and Cower sprinkling in only one of those guys last year had below a four ERA. And it was Carlos Hernandez Who's who had a good. five X fit. Yeah. <laughs> but he was good last year though. He has some good stuff. You don't think so? I mean, like he has fine stuff, but yeah. is, is a four, it's a four ERA. All these guys yeah. are four ERA guys. How are they going to win games? I don't know. They're going to have to score eight runs a game. And behind Stomout and Barlow, Scott Barlow and Josh Stamont for the Royals. They have a, they have a solid back end, but after that, it's pretty weak as well. It's very weak. But those Barlow's two great. Are studs. Barlow yeah, is those, it's studly. Those two dudes are studs. So let's move on to the American League West. Houston Astros minus one fifty to win the division. L.A. Angels second best odds at plus three ninety. Seattle Mariners at plus six hundred. The Oakland Athletics at plus eight hundred, and the Texas Rangers at plus two thousand. Who's your winner? Well, I just think it's hilarious that the Rangers are plus 2,000 after backing up the Brinks truck for Seager, Simeon, and John Gray. They spent, Still 2,000. They spent over $500 million this offseason and they're plus 2,000 to win their own division. <laughs> that sucks for Texas. It sucks. And and Josh Young getting injured is, is a heartbreaker for them. Um, but even with Josh Young, this team is, is likely not winning the division. That, that's just hilarious. Um, my pick to win the division is, is obvious here. I think you're getting even better odds than you are um, with the Chicago White Sox minus 200. It's the Astros at minus 150. Correa leaving doesn't really move the scale for me. I get it. He was a five to six win player last year, but you're adding in Jeremy Pena, who was a 126 WRC plus guy with plus defense. He's built like a linebacker, and I think he's he's locked in next year if he plays every single game at like a three three war next year. He's going to put up good defense, solid at the plate. They added Verlander back, and we all know who Verlander is. I don't think Verlander is a 200-knitting guy anymore, 
but I think he's a 160 inning guy. I think they're going to take care of his arm, much like Kluber with the Rays. He's going to go five to six innings, put up amazing numbers, and then they're going to back him up with um, Christian Javier. They could like piggyback Christian Javier off Verlander. Filthy, filthy. And then in the middle, I'm assuming this is your pick too. This is my pick, the Houston Astros, to win it at minus 150. I do have some value plays, two different ones that I actually do like. This is probably a little bit of a sprinkle. I don't love the Ash. I mean, I do love the Astros. Like, they're probably the best team in the American League, honestly. Um, I don't know. There's something about just the juiciness of the Angels and the Mariners that I do like. But... When you have a rotation, when you just talked about with Verlander and Christian Javier being to piggyback on each other, you haven't even talked about the Lance McCullers, the Framber Valdez, and Luis Garcia. Like they have a phenomenal starting rotation. And in the bullpen, it's really good too. I mean, Ryan Presley is probably a top five bullpen arm in the entire sport. And then you go around the diamond. I mean, this is just an absolute juggernaut of an offense that led the league in runs, led the league in WRC+, led the league in basically every single offensive category. You're losing Carlos Correa, I know, but Kyle Tucker might get even better. Jordan Alvarez might get even better. We know what we're going to get from Jose Altuve. I mean, this team is straight up loaded from top to bottom. I just really, really like the Angels this year because if not now, when? Right? If not now, when? They have Shohei Otani, who had the best season in the history of baseball. They're getting back Mike Trout. They're getting back a healthy Anthony Rendon. Brendan Marsh is going to be a stud next year. Joe Adele is going to take a step forward next year. Jared Walsh is already a stud at first base. David Fletcher, fun. Fun. Good nine hitter. <laughs> Good nine hitter. And then Max Stassi is a solid catcher. And then you go to the rotation. It's not too bad. Shohei Otani, 3.18 ERA last year. He's going to be great in the rotation again. Patrick Sandoval is a solid pitcher. Jose Suarez is a solid pitcher. And if Noah Syndergaard can give you 80% of what Noah Syndergaard was with the Mets, that's a pretty good starting rotation. And then you move to the bullpen. Aaron Loop was unhittable last year. Absolutely unhittable. If he can replicate 80% of what Aaron Loop did last year, that's a great bullpen arm. And then you have Rossell Iglesias, who is also a top five bullpen arm. This team, and they have a great manager in Madden. Like, if not now, when? I guess is, is my call on it. If not now, when? Yeah, I think I think it's it's a pretty decent value play. I think a lot has to go right for them to stay healthy. And I just worry that that rotation is an injury or two away from this team being really bad too. That's my only concern. Noah Syndergaard is a perennial lock to get injured. Um, <laughs> Shohei was healthy last season, and I think he can push to 160, 180 innings this year. Um, but again, Shohei Otani has had his own injury concerns, and playing every day in the field is is dangerous for him. Obviously, he's DHing, but still, I mean he's still having to, to go to the plate and that's a risk for injury as well. There's just too much injury risk built in for me to, to pick the angels, but I can see why you're picking them because they literally have like, it has two, to happen now. Two, like two MVP <laughs> like, candidates here. Otani and Trout are the two favorites to win the MVP. You're wasting yeah, yeah. Mike Trout's and Shohei Otani's prime. Cause that's also the thing. I'm pretty confident that 
you know, it's, it's trade deadline season. The angels are going to be big buyers. And I also think they have more moves to make after the lockout is over. I, I really like the angels at plus three ninety. but let's talk about the Seattle Mariners at plus 600 because it feels a little trappy to me. Looks like super good value, but I still think they're one year away from winning the division one year away from winning the division. I think 2023, that's the year to go bet on the Mariners to win it. I still think they're a year early because I want to see Julio Rodriguez in a full season. I want to see all these arms in a full season. You know what I'm saying? Well, because who is, who's going to be pitching for them next season? Obviously they got Robbie Ray and Logan Gilbert's going to be in full force, but George Kirby's not going to be up for them. Emerson Hancock is not going to be up for them. Brandon Williamson's not going to be up for them yet. Neither is Brash. Neither is Brash. Brash might be a bullpen piece. I don't yeah, think he's going to be in rotation, though. That's what I'm saying. Um, and, and you're right, Peter. This does feel trappy. This is my value play just because I don't love – I like the Aaron, the Mariners more than the Angels, but it is trappy. This team had a negative 51 run differential last year and almost made the playoffs, but I think they were lucky last year. They were very, very lucky. Negative 51 run differential is – Pretty brutal. I think Kalanick bounces back this season, as I said earlier in this episode. Um, and their bullpen is is very good. They finished eighth in bullpen ERA last season. But you're right. This team has not made the playoffs since 2001. And it's a fun bet because they're a fun team. Um, but I'm not super confident in it. I agree. And I'm not touching the Oakland Athletics at plus 800. That's just, that's your, you're just handing money. You're handing money straight to the bookie. I have no idea why they're plus 800. They're going to burn it all down. I think they should be lower than the Rangers. They should. Well, uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be, they should be around where the Rangers are because the Rangers are, I don't think the Rangers are going to win 75 games. They're going to trade Matt Olson. They're probably going to trade Bassett and AJ Puck will be their best pitcher. Well, Frankie Montas is an <laughs> train from hell. And James Caprillion, you better respect him. You better respect James Caprillion. I do, I do respect Caprillion. I do respect Caprillion. All right, let's move on to win the American League. So right now, I'm not going to go through every single team, but I'll go through the top five favorites to win it. And we're going to do our winner, a value pick, and a team to stay away from again. So the Houston Astros are the odds-on favorite to win the American League at plus 425. The New York Yankees are plus 475. The Toronto Blue Jays are also plus 475. Chicago White Sox plus 500. And the Tampa Bay Rays plus 750. Colby, who's your winner? My winner is the same team that won it last year, the Houston Astros. Um, I think this lineup is too strong and Verlander puts this, this rotation on another level. I also love how deep this pitching staff is. As I said, Christian Javier is a, is a swing man. He can throw out of the bullpen. He can start for you if he adds a third pitch. Um, and another guy we didn't mention is Jose Arquiti, who is very solid. He's nothing special. Yeah. He's going to be a, a high yeah, three to low four ERA guy. But if that's your sixth or seventh piece, he can string together a, a good start for you. Uh, he can Absolutely. string together a good start for you. And that's that's key in the playoffs. Kyle Tucker, as you mentioned, is insane. Um, Jordan Alvarez is going to hit 40 home runs and, and can take over a game with one swing of the bat. I think they have too many guys in their lineup that can take over a game with one swing of the bat. I agree. Houston Astros are also my pick to get it out of the American League. But I'm not going to... I don't love it at plus 425, but if you put a gun to my head and said, who do you think is going to win the American League? It's the Houston Astros, but my actual pick is the Tampa Bay Rays at plus 750. I think this is the Rays year. 
That's all I got to say about it. And at plus 750, they have the fifth best odds. They haven't been a great postseason team. They're routinely a team that wins a bunch of games in the regular season and then hasn't performed well in the playoffs. I think this is the year where they take take the next step. And you're giving me the fifth best odds. In my opinion, I think they're the second best team in the entire American League. Give me the raise at plus 750 to win the American League. They're my value pick. So we're all in on the Astros and Rays. And if they yeah. don't win it, we're screwed. Um, but yeah, I agree, Pete. Tampa Bay Rays look look destined for a deep playoff run finally. And it seems like this is the year where they have a lot of their prospects coming up. Josh Lowe, Shane Boz, McClanahan's going to take a step forward this year. But I think they also go out and get a big piece this year. I think this is the year that they say, we're ready. We're ready to go in. What's their, what is their payroll right now? It's like $60 million, maybe not even. Yeah, um, it's not much. They need to extend Wander Franco, but like, they can bring in somebody and pay them a lot. Of well, they did they extend Wander Franco. They did extend. They did. Wander they Franco. did. They did. Yeah. 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 yeah they. They got. I mean, but they're also not a team that has a propensity to spend. Like they just. That's not really their mo. And that contract also, is money. It's awesome. I like the Angels at plus sixteen hundred. <laughs> I know. I believe in it because if not now, when? They have to do something. And at plus 1,600, it's a big, another big jump because after the Rays, it goes the Red Sox at plus 1,200. I get the Angels at plus 1,600. I just worry Everything about goes Noah right. Syndergaard. This could be the best team ever. I really <laughs> like, worry about Noah Syndergaard going through an entire season and being healthy enough to pitch through the playoffs as well. That's a sprinkle. It's probably a quarter unit. But I, I'm betting on the Rays. I'm betting on the Rays, and I'm sprinkling a little bit on the Angels. I do think the Astros are – I just – there's something about 425. There's something about 425. So I picked the Blue Jays to win the AL East, mm-hmm. but I think they might be a stay away to win the AL – or win the whole American Their League right now, plus great. 475. Is that I don't know. I don't away? think this team is, is, is built for the playoffs in their current situation with the way their bullpen is set up. And I don't think the rotation is very deep. Nate, Nate Pearson, who knows what you're going to get from him. He's slotted in to be their fifth starter. Hyunjin Ryu is set slotted in to be their fourth starter right now. Um, and he had his first season ever above a four ERA. So I think they're probably still going to add some pieces after the lockout ends. Um, but plus 475 to win the whole AL seems pretty low to me. My stay away is the New York Yankees again. Plus 475, this team should not have the second best odds to win the American League. They are not the second best team. Could they? Of course. Are they one of the better teams in the American League? Yes. We just talked about it last time when you're staying away from them to win the AL East. They are not the second best team. Don't bet on plus 475. Those odds are not good enough. I I prefer the White Sox. Peter, can you explain to me why the Yankees are plus 475 and the Red Sox are plus 1,200? How is the gap between the Yankees and Red Sox double or almost triple? I think it's razor thin. The Red Sox just beat them last year. There's no way. Just beat them last year. There is no way. Those odds are janky. I almost like like the Red Sox at plus 1,200. I'll I'll probably bet that. I think that's great odds for the Red Sox to win the AL. It's a big jump from the Rays at plus 750. I kind of like it too. I think the Red Sox have just as much of a shot as the New York Yankees. And Yankees are plus 475 and the Red Sox are plus 1200. It's ridiculous. Stay away from the New York Yankees. I mean, if you're a Yankee fan, you want to be on the Yankees, you know, go for it. I'm not going to. And 
I'm staying away. 10-foot pole. We're all in on the Astros and the race. So that'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. Get your Not Gambling Advice merch in the episode link, a description of this podcast. I'm rocking mine. Colby's rocking his Den of Geek with our family and friends over there at Den of Geek Media. Anything else before we go? We will have the second base rankings up on JustBaseball.com very soon. You can also find the catcher and the first base rankings in the episode description as well. Did I miss anything before we say goodbye? Peace out, everybody. And with that, thank you, everybody.